What's up, guys? This is another episode of I Got the Juice with your boy Chris Graham. So today, guys, gonna be talking um, with someone. Have a special guest. Um, you know, she's definitely uh, been around. It's actually, it's actually my mom, guys. Yeah, I know. Uh, but this is definitely a special topic that I did want to talk about. Uh, definitely something that's actually been going on. You know, in today's world. Um, so, my mom. Uh, let me introduce her. Uh, mom, say hi. Hello, everyone. This is Pamela Graham. And uh, Pamela, um, what do you do? I work for the city of New York. So, my mom has been working for the city of New York for thirty-five years. Thirty-five years. So she's definitely knows a lot about New York City, um, things like that. So. Let's get started with this. Okay, so Ma, you grew up and what, what year did you grow up? I grew up, well, I was born in the 60s, so I really grew up like in the 70s and 80s. Okay, gotcha. So you was born in the 60s, but most of your actual life was in the 70s and Correct. 80s. Gotcha, and that's when you had me. All right, cool. So no, I didn't have you in the 70s, I had you in the 90s. You had me in the 80s. 85, sorry. It's, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. Thinking Thanks about that, yeah, thinking about the little sister. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so let, let me ask you. So is there something that... Okay, so now, you know, there's been a lot of, you know, racial tension. There's been a lot of, like, racism going on in the world. Let me ask you, what was it like in the 70s? Because let's just say, like, around... In 74, you were 10. And let's just say 78, you were 14. So I think you might have had like a good recollection of, you know, your environment, you know, what you were doing, things like that. So just like, what did you notice in terms of like, how was the 70s? Because people that are not, you know, people that weren't born, people that were born in the 80s, people that were born in the 90s, they don't know what it was actually like to grow up there. So just tell the, you know, tell the people a little bit about, you know, what it was like actually growing up in the, in the 70s and the, in the world, though. Well, basically, um, I grew up in Manhattan. I went to a school that was um, integrated. So I went to school with white kids, black kids. Yeah. And, you know, for myself personally, there was no, I wasn't really faced with racial injustice. I mean, I went to school in Washington Heights and I know the heights have changed today, but there was no, I was not impacted by racial injustice. I did grow up to learn about Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, you know, during that time, but it really didn't firsthand impact me even though I knew there were stories going on in the world. Gotcha. Okay, no, I understand. Definitely. And that's a good point because you're saying that back then, 70s, 80s, it, it wasn't really too... Like, it was there. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, racism was right, there. Right, it was there, but it wasn't close up in my face. Gotcha. Yeah, that, I, that, that makes perfect sense. Um, so, as you're, growing, as you're going through, you know, you're raising... You know your kids. You know raising three kids. I would you say that now, because now you're in your you know in your fifties. You're still young, beautiful. 
Would you say that now, within the last maybe three years, you've actually seen more of a racial disparity than you did back then, growing up? Well, I would say yes. I mean, I know about, like I said, the food counter sit-ins, you know, back in the 40s, the 50s. But, you know, today it seems like a lot of blacks are just dying unjustly and for no reason. So it's almost like we're really going back in time, even though we have really come so far, we're going back in time. And you would think like in 20... 21 2020 that we would still not be having these problems right which is crazy because there's a lot i would say within i would say like the last yeah i would say last three years well i would say since 2015 for me i think that's when i started noticing like more like police brutality that that's just yeah police brutality Yes, correct. Yeah, that's when I started noticing like like cops actually killing people. Like I didn't I didn't notice that beforehand. Like you know they would kind of rough them up, but like actually like killing civilians, I I didn't really notice that. So, but not just police, just white people in general. If they have a well, they say they have a reason to shoot us for no reason. Yes, but it's not only police. Right. It's just. A, a certain a certain background in general like a certain which is i'm not sure what's going on to hate people for absolutely no reason or don't talk to black people or they're taught to fear black people or taught that you know black people are they steal they're thieves they're rapists they're this you know when we're not exactly yeah i 100 percent like just this notion that we're just like all bad people all bad people and we're not which is crazy to me i, I don't understand it but this is this is the this is why i i wanted to do a, a topic like this an episode like this you know for someone who's actually been you know who's seen it and who's been you know born around that time with you know around like dr king and um you know the president who was the president back then like in the 70s it wasn't eisenhower was it or was it Nixon in the 70s, I think? It may have been Nixon or Eisenhower before, right? And then Nixon. Yeah, COINTELPRO and all that stuff. Yeah, so it, it's just kind of crazy how it's almost like history is repeating itself. We're going kind of, backwards. Yeah. So let me just ask you, like, as a, as a black female, Ma, like, how is, do you feel like any emotions with this like you know because you see day to day like you see now we in 2021 do you like see i mean you see like you know people getting killed just for no reason you see like every day on the news like somebody's got killed or somebody got raped murdered something's going on in the subways things like that do do you get a sense of like some type of emotional anxiety like or like what are your thoughts like what are your emotions on that Well, you know, someone, I think I heard, um, oh, I forgot her name, but she said she just wrote a book about we're in a state of emergency. Mm -hmm. And basically, you know, we are because we, we have to teach little kids, our black young 
boys that, you know, certain ways to react around police. And we shouldn't have to teach them that. That shouldn't be something at eight or nine that they should really have to learn how to interact with police at an early age because we don't know what can happen. You know, but it is a sad situation. A lot of our young people or black men are dying or being killed unnecessarily. So it does. It makes you, you know, your hearts go out to these families who have lost people, you know. But at the same time, you know, we do know that Chauvin has been, you know, charged. But that doesn't mean that this is it. We still got to keep going and doing what we need to do as black people. You know, we have to keep our heads up strong and stick together, you know, and, you know, just demand what we need for equal rights and to be treated as human beings, because that's what we are. Gotcha. That actually makes a lot of sense. Um, I think the phone is ringing. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, no, no, that that's a that's a good point, and it's it is sad. Like you know, this is the reason, you know, what we've been doing since 2020 with the riots and the protests and stuff like that. That's the whole reason when George Floyd, as you guys remember, the guy who, you know, for like eight minutes and, and nine, minutes. nine minutes and such seconds, you know, with the knee on his neck, you know, basically for no reason like he was basically like murdered and just in cold blood and in daylight just with a knee on his neck and it was it's like an, enough is an enough is enough already and it, it bothered me like it definitely this emotions like ran through me and it was like you know like what like i can't believe this is still going on like why is this still going on like you know we're still we're people just like every other race you know we're definitely definitely people so um it's just crazy you know to see all this transpire but like i said we have to get our voices heard so what what do you think today my like in, in today's society back then i'm not sure if i kind of like covered that a little bit earlier but do you what do you think could be done let me ask you that what do you think could be done if anything to stop the you know this racism or just like judgment just judgments on people like what do you think because now as you see you see what's going on within the asian community like you know there's a you yeah, know they're, they're being, being attacked, attacked too for no reason you know but just just in terms of just like just what do you think could be done if anything to to stop this I can't say that racism will ever stop, but what I can say is that people need to treat people based on them, you know, just being a human being, not based on the color of their skin, you know, because just because I'm a person of color, it doesn't mean that I can, I should hate a white person for no reason, you know? So I think that also with the police, um, I'm not going to say that they should be defunded, but I will say that they need to be retrained. I think that the age of a police should at least start at 25 because being 21 
your mind is not set to be on the streets to deal with stuff, you know, and if you're going to be a police person, I think that you should live in the city where you police so that you get to know the people that you're going to be, you know, protecting, supposed to be protecting instead of just, you know, shooting because you claim you're afraid or we're a threat. So, you know, those things just need to change. Right. Like, you know, officers coming from Connecticut, you live there and you're coming in New York City to work. Like, you don't even live here, bro. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's a, that's definitely an issue that definitely needs to be addressed. But, Ma, this is, you know, I appreciate, you know, giving, you know, more insight on that. Um, I did want to know something, too. Like, in the 60s, did you, like, ever encounter any type of, like, any type of racism at all? No, because I also went south every summer my mother took us south and we went to North Carolina you know I was just telling my daughter today that when we went everybody was you know friendly good morning you know you get more good mornings down there than you do up here in New York City you know so I never felt impacted by racism down there you know it was white people down there black people you went in the stores but nobody made me feel that I didn't belong so I mean I'm thankful to God that I've come this far without any you know real racial issues up in my face and you know it's just got to be a better world, a better world. We just have to learn to get along with one another. And the most important thing is love each other. Exactly. That's right on the money, too. You got to love each other. Definitely got to love each other. Um, I know back then, I think Marvin Gaye, he came out with a few songs like Love, Al, Al Green, I think. I believe so. Right, let me ask you, too, Amai. This is actually good. Did you ever see, like, any like water fountains that said like colored only or I mean or white only did have you did you see that well the only time I saw it is when I went to South Africa and we went to a museum and it did show us you know that everything was separated with the apartheid going on so yes they had you know places you could enter said coloreds only and the other part said for whites only so, you know, it made you just like, you know, gasp and just like unbelievable. But yes. Gotcha. Okay. No, that's good. I appreciate that. Definitely. And and let, let me ask you also, did you, exp- I know you said in the South, but how was it in New York City at that time? Did you recall anything? Like how, how was your high school at that time? And what high school did you go to again? Well, I went to high high school in Brooklyn, but predominantly it was, you know, black and Hispanic. So, you know, there was no, I mean, there could be racism between coloreds and Hispanics, but, you know, I didn't feel any racism. You know, sometimes maybe when you get on the job, as you start to get in the work you know, enforcement, you'll see that things change as you become an adult and you may be faced with it a little bit more, you know, but for the most part, no. Okay. So you didn't really experience too much. No. Got you. Oh, no, that's good. That's good. That's pretty good. I mean, that's actually a good thing. I mean, so that means in New York City, it really, we was more so just 
having fun and being, you know, being with, the, with our kids and taking them to the playground. Maybe, well, I mean. Not, I can't say all, but yeah. I can only speak for myself. You know, I can yeah. only speak for myself. You know, I tried as children. I didn't keep y'all in the neighborhood. I tried to expose y'all to different things. We went to other states. We went outside of the Bronx when y'all were growing up. So, you know, you interacted with everybody it wasn't just keeping you in you know segregated from other cultures you know and as you get older you interact with other people i did not teach you all about hate or you shouldn't like this culture because of anything just get to know people for who they are exactly because guys as you if you don't know by now racism is taught if you don't know by now racism is taught like if there's a little kid that's about one two years old and and he's white and he goes up to a kid that's black and they hug and they become friends. That's what's supposed to happen. You know, you're telling your kids not to associate yourself with a different type of ethnic background. That's that's definitely not cool. And you, you definitely need to get yourself checked out um, 100%. So, um, so, yeah, this is, you know, this is definitely interesting. You know, I definitely wanted, you know... I think viewers, you know, everybody listening needs to give more. Regardless of what your ethnic background is, you know, you definitely need um, to understand how, you know, different perspectives of how it was, you know, back then. And, you know, we just had a uh, president that literally and and Trump that, you know, definitely like destroyed the whole world and pretty much made a lot of extra stuff happen for no reason. You know, as you can see, what's, you know, as you see now, what's going on in, uh, in, in, I believe, Palestine and the bombings and everything, which is crazy. So it seems like every day, it just seems like there is like something going on. Yeah, because uh, even today they did not indict. They will not be indicting the police that um, killed, what's his name, Brown back in North mm-hmm. Carolina. So, you know. But to me, they say, oh, the police will be disciplined. But what are they being disciplined for? Because if they didn't do anything wrong to be charged, then what's the discipline? So it's like a contradiction. So. Right. So it's like you say things going to happen and nothing gets done. So where's, where's the respect for the people? You know what I mean? So, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. This is the world we live in, guys. Um, yes. it's, uh, it's crazy. It feels like every day. Like we're in New York City. Summertime is coming. You know, for some reason, it, it just, I would say, like, the last few weeks, it's just been crazy chaotic with just all these, like, assaults in Brooklyn and in the Bronx. It's just been, in Manhattan, it's just been... The trains, period. Yeah, the trains. Yeah, like, it, it's been... Yeah, the trains. Like, I take the four train to work or the five, and I think there was just something going on at the, at the uh, City Hall stop where I get off. And it's, you know, it's crazy. Like, and, and that's another thing too, Ma. Like, you take the train for work, you take transportation. Like, how do you feel knowing that these things are going on and, you know, you have to, you know, you have to go to work? If you, you know, if you, if you did have to go to work. Well, right now I'm working from home, but once I do have to get back on the train, I'm going to definitely have to pay attention because a lot is going on in the trains. A person was, I think, um, their face was sliced today at Union Square. So, you know, we just have to be careful. You know, we don't know. It's a lot of mental health issues going on. 
but we just have to stay prayed up and again you know make this try if each other could just make this place a better world mm-hmm. we'd be all right thank you i appreciate that yes yeah, so i thank you ma for you know those uh those definitely some words i think the world viewers listeners definitely need its insight on you know how it is and you know different places um stuff like that we're still in covid guys you know we got this thing going on the vaccine i please Wear your mask because the next person that calls next to me, it's not going to be good. Definitely will slap fire. So no violence, no violence. <laughs> well, she can speak for herself, but I'm. <laughs> no violence, no violence. How you got a mask on and, and you're still coughing? But um, thank you, Ma, for this. And I definitely, you know, wanted to get your, you know, perspective of what's going on because. You know, it's really crazy. I definitely wanted to, you know, somebody that grew up then, you know, to see how, you know, see how it is now and the political views, things like that. So I, I thank you. I appreciate you. I feel appreciated. Um, yeah. So guys, appreciate you. Um, you know, like I say, you know, sleep whole winters, wake up and spit summers. And, um, you know, definitely you guys take care and uh, definitely be safe out here. All right. Thanks.